With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. New results today, kind of a mixed bag. Chief Medical Officer Dr. John Lee. There are an additional six positive patients, people, um, four of whom are contacts with previous known contacts and two of whom have locally acquired uh, COVID-19 disease. That brings the total tested to 636, the total negatives up 50 to 576, and the total positives to 60. Dr. Lee also notes there are 19 symptomatic people in all, 24 asymptomatic and six patients in the hospital. Four of those are at the Health Services Authority and two at Health City Cayman Islands. One person was admitted to HSA since yesterday. As to the Georgetown apartment complex that was locked down because of a COVID-19 positive person not following the protocols, Dr. Lee says the lockdown now has been lifted. The requirement to isolate people has been removed. All of the people that were tested at this complex were negative apart from the person that we who is voluntarily staying at the government facility and they're all symptom free. Dr. Lee says expanded testing is not in place just yet as they're still working through the protocols but he does expect some announcements on that later this week. He also is expecting to see us move closer to a mandatory requirement to wear masks at least in high traffic close proximity situations like grocery stores or gas stations but they're also still working on ensuring first there is an adequate supply of masks on island. To the premier now. Most people don't like to hear me say this but it is my job to tell you the, the truth, not to tell you what um, will necessarily make you happy. It would be nothing short of lunacy to contemplate reopening the economy until we are in a position where we believe that the virus has been contained. The Honorable Alden McLaughlin today says his government will not yield on pressure to open the economy too soon. He says testing will be a critical tool, and as you heard a moment ago, they are working on how to roll that testing out. He also reminds us that things may be difficult right now, but we're doing what we need to. The worst case scenario that PHE gave us, if no interventions were made, and we have made many interventions, was almost a thousand people projected to die in this small community. I want us all to think on that. The Premier says we have to put aside our wants and in some cases needs for what he hopes is a relatively short period of time to suppress the virus so we can reopen our community and our economy and get back to some semblance of normalcy. With COVID-19 throwing everything off course in our lives, there are a lot of questions lingering and for many parents, those questions are focused around the future of their children's education. Radio Cayman's Felicia Rankin-Sollins has more on that. Minister of Education Juliana O'Connor Connolly joined Wednesday's COVID conference to tackle the mounting queries concerning education, in particular if students will have to repeat a year once schools are reopened. This is dependent, however, on the length of the time that the school remains closed. Ms. O'Connor Connolly acknowledges that the mental state of students is also an important factor when making decisions. In addition to education provision, we recognize that students' emotional, mental health, and well-being will also be significantly impacted by this pandemic. Given the impact this will have on learning, the resumption of schools cannot be business as usual. The well-being of both students and teachers can be heavily impacted. Stress management, establishing clear routines, maintaining effective communication will all be critical and crucial for both students and teachers. Awareness training for staff and the provision of resources that support responses to various behaviors will also be needed 
as well as support from our educational psychologists, counsellors, etc. The Minister of Education assured the public that her ministry and the Department of Education Services are considering several options in regards to the reopening of schools. For Radio Cayman News, I'm Felicia Ryan-Consalens. Ms. Juliana O'Connor-Conley also addressed the question of graduations. She says they're continuing to monitor the spread of COVID-19 and will provide updates as deemed necessary. As parents try to juggle the many tasks of everyday life, they are now dealing with the struggle of managing their children's teaching at home, leaving many of them to wonder, when will schools reopen? Schools will be closed until further notice as we continue to monitor the spread of COVID-19 virus. With additional cases being reported, most on a daily basis, it is not therefore possible at this time to provide a timeline. Minister O'Connor Conley added that she hopes we will soon see results from the measures put in place by government so that plans can be made to move forward. We hope that with continued social distancing and additional methods being put in place, we as a community, we will be able to stop the spread of the virus and enable the country as a whole to reopen for business and school in a timely and expeditious fashion. With the closure of the borders, there are some in Cayman's expatriate population that want to go home. Radio Cayman's Shanda Gallego has more on efforts to arrange special evacuation flights amid the COVID-19 pandemic. For those who want to return home amid the COVID-19 pandemic, His Excellency Governor Martin Roper Wednesday says there is good progress to report on those evacuation flights being arranged to make that happen. So we will have two flights um, to Miami on Friday. Um, there will be um, a World Atlantic Airlines charter flight which will bring uh, some uh, returning Caymanians and permanent residents to uh, Cayman, less than a, a hundred of those. Now, as part of coming back, those people will have to go into government's isolation facilities for 14 days. A Cayman Airways flight will then go out to Miami with passengers, but Governor Roper says that flight will come back empty to protect the crew of Cayman Airways. We have two flights to Nicaragua on Saturday, Cayman Airways flights, about 160 people will be going out on those. Uh, they will not bring anybody uh, back. Um, we will um, probably have two flights to Canada next week. That's still being worked on, so I can't give any more uh, detail on that yet, but we'll let you know as soon as possible. Governor Roper says discussions remain underway for Honduras, Dominican Republic and Jamaica, which he says still remains challenging, but the focus is on that as well. If there is more demand for people to leave, Governor Roper says more flights can be arranged. I know there's been a lot of people ringing the helpline today and a lot of people have not been able to get through because of the demand. So do do keep trying. Um, the number is 949-2311. Um, if you're ringing um, in the States, there is a number also 1-800-422-9626. He says they're also getting more staff to help out with the helpline. Shanda Gallego, Radio Cayman News. Sixteen people were found in breach of soft curfew and one in breach of hard curfew today. The majority of the persons found in breach of soft curfew were drivers breaching their assigned days, that is, not in the assigned ATK alphabet range. And separately, the person found in breach of hard curfew was found swimming 
at East End with his dog and has been warned for prosecution. Police Commissioner Derek Byrne says crime did remain stable overnight, with the hard curfew continuing to operate well across the islands. Little Cayman overnight, no issues arising. Cayman Brack, 11 vehicles stopped by police, no breach of curfew detected. Separately, one pedestrian was intercepted by police in breach of curfew and warned for prosecution. Grand Cayman overnight, 159 vehicles stopped by police, one driver found in breach of curfew and warned for prosecution, and separately, one pedal cyclist was found out and about in breach of curfew and warned for prosecution. The police commissioner did raise a few concerns today. He says a crime trend analysis has identified a small number of commercial properties or premises closed for business being targeted for small items like cash, food and alcohol. One person has been arrested for some of these offences reported. We would, however, advise all business owners to check on their premises to ensure that they are secure and the RCIPS will be available to assist in this regard. Commissioner Byrne also wanted to make it clear that the exemption for essential workers is only for when they're on duty in their official capacities. He says exemptions are not of a general nature. Looking at the running totals for those in breach of curfew since March 24th, the commissioner says there were 285 breaches. 140 files have been completed and submitted to the Office of the Director of Public Prosecution for legal ruling. 13 rulings have been received to date and four people have appeared before the courts, charged with breach of curfew and other offenses. Some good financial news for the country. Moody's this week completes its review of Cayman's credit rating. They have reaffirmed their AA3 rating for the Cayman Islands uh, with a stable outlook, which is essentially no change from the last rating in 2019. Finance Minister the Honorable Roy McTaggart tells Radio Cayman, while that might not mean a lot to the average person on the street, to the government, it is meaningful. What it means for us is, as we move through with the uh, with dealing with the crisis, is that if we find ourselves in a situation where we have to go out to borrow money, we are going to be able to borrow at very favorable rates, which will be extremely beneficial for the country. Just this past weekend, Moody's put the Bahamas on credit watch for a downgrade, and Minister McTaggart says many countries are facing the same possibility. Things aren't certain right now, but new data does show that Cayman's gross domestic product grew in the first half of 2019. Radio Cayman's Paula Cal has more on that. Economic activity in Cayman, as measured by the gross domestic product, is estimated to have grown by 3.1% in the first six months of 2019. The strong economic performance was contributed by all major sectors with the highest growth rates indicated for hotels and restaurants, construction and electricity and water supply. Stayover tourist arrivals increased by 11% to a record 280,704 in the first half of the year. The Economics and Statistics Office says this increased international demand, coupled with a 3.8% rise in the domestic population, spurred the growth in auxiliary sectors for the review period. Coinciding with the strong GDP growth, the ESO says the central government recorded an overall surplus of CI 178 0.3 million in the first half of 2019. The increase in revenue was generated mainly from domestic taxes on goods and services led by financial service fees. The rise in expenditure is traced to increases in expenses such as employee compensation, which rose by 12.7%. 
The central government's outstanding debt fell anew and settled at 407.1 million as at June 2019, lower than the 431.5 million recorded for the same period in 2018. For Radio Cayman News, I am Paula Cal. You can find out more on the Cayman Islands semi-annual economic report for 2019 at ESO.ky. Cayman's fastest man in the pool says he is slowly adjusting to the new norm. Olympian and Pan American Games gold medalist Brett Fraser shares his COVID-19 experience. Since the COVID-19 pandemic began, training's still going well. It's different these days and I've adapted my workouts due to the conditions affecting everyone and increasingly limited access to training facilities. It's been a major disruption for everyone. Team practices were suspended almost a month ago, so myself and my teammates are making the most out of their current environments to maintain fitness. I'm not located near to any metropolitan area, so the virus has been mostly contained from its onset. It's been interesting. I've been making the most out of this time and using it as an opportunity to improve. At the 2011 Pan American Games in Guadalajara, Mexico, Fraser won the gold medal in the men's 200-meter freestyle with a time of 147.18. He also represented the Cayman Islands in aquatics at the 2008 and 2012 Summer Olympic Games. If you're using your 90 minutes of exercise to get out of the house first thing in the morning, take a few moments to look up this week. Something really neat to see in the sky throughout the Cayman Islands in the mornings as you get up at 6 a.m. to get the cool and get your exercise. It's a nice string of planets lined up right behind the moon. Vice President of the Cayman Islands Astronomical Society, Tyan Miller, tells Radio Cayman, if you look at the moon, you'll see Mars, a reddish dot, Saturn, a yellowish dot, and Jupiter, which will be the brightest of the bunch. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's newsroom. I'm April Cummings.